data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, so welcome back to Marketing Nuggets. Now, depending when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it as my subscriber, then this is up to date. But last week, I finally started a Marketing Nuggets Instagram, so do go and search me and follow me. I started it for two reasons. One, because as a marketer and you have a podcast, you should really have a social channel as well. So I am probably a year too late. But when I set the podcast, I was also working full time, which I still am, but I was also helping my mum with her business. So now I have a bit more free time to do Instagram as well. And also, if you want to ask me any questions, just DM me. I think that's so much easier than having to email me because I don't check my marketing nuggets email as often as I should. So an Instagram one, I'm on it every day. So if there's anything that you want more information on or anything, please do reach out. Now, enough of that. Today's podcast is all about the things to implement if you're feeling out of control. And I felt out of control on many, many occasions. And I think that happens when you are in charge of so many different avenues of marketing. So some examples are when I was in charge of 10 plus marketing strategies for different countries, looking after 10 plus people as a line manager at one time, looking after a heap of different channels, it doesn't necessarily need to be people, or you could have a whole bunch of products or launches going on and it's just too much. Now, usually when I listen to other people's advice on what to do about when you're feeling out of control, their top tip is things like time saving in terms of only check your email once a day. Don't do anything, don't check your emails until you've done your most important bit of work. And whilst I love that advice and I wish that I could stand by it, I can't do that. I have email anxiety. I'm one of those people that if an email comes in, it I'm usually replied to it within half an hour, which isn't probably the, it's definitely not recommended, but I'm just prefacing this first to say that one, that is not one of my five tips. I wish it was. So that is a tip that I will try and see it. But these ones are things that have worked for me when I have so much on. I mean, there are times in my marketing career that I have had one hour free a day to do my work and then the other hours have been putting with meetings so I've not been able to actually do marketing so it will get to like five o'clock and I'll be like oh I've got to do a whole set of paid ads on Facebook that I've not even started yet and I need to build the full funnel so I have definitely been there oh good my dog is clawing at the sofa Alfie we're recording marketing nuggets can we can we stop Okay, I'm back. I've given him a chew, so hopefully I can get to the end of this podcast in peace. So, okay, the top five things to implement. The first thing is stop everything you're doing, turn off your emails, and just look at your calendar. So look at your calendar, yes, this week, but look at it up to a month in advance. What meetings have you got in? Firstly, with what meetings, can any of them be an email instead? Can any of them be pushed back because they're not crucial or can you delegate any of them? So do that first of all. Look at literally everything that's in there. Then 
go a month in advance and block time for yourself. So if you're in charge of something and you know that you have to do that, so a great example is I do LinkedIn paid ads every month. So at the beginning of every month, I block out three quarters of a day because I know that I have to build LinkedIn ads at that point. Another example of this is I do weekly and monthly reports and I do four different kinds of monthly reports. So again, I block out that time in advance because I know every month I'm gonna need to have that time in my calendar. What I also did at one point, because there was one point in time where I had so much going on that I literally had an hour a day where I could do the work that I had to do because I was in meetings, I had one-to-ones, so I couldn't actually do any time to actually do marketing. So what I found that I did was, yes, whilst I blocked these big bunches of time out when I needed to do things monthly, every single day I blocked out an hour of time way in advance so nobody could book it because I'd booked it out and that is when I would do the things that I needed to do. Sometimes I'd up it to two hours, other times I'd just leave it at one but I found by blocking out that every day, it was 10 o'clock every day, every day I'd have that time where I would be doing the stuff that I had to do and I really found that this alleviated the stress because I was like okay no matter who books my calendar up I know that I have that allocated time because I have to do those things and remember that people that are booking into your calendar and into your meetings they don't know what time that you've got available so you by not blocking out your calendar to do the work that you have to do that then leaves your calendar open for everybody else to book your time and they don't know what you've got to do so you very much have to own your calendar own your time and by blocking it out in advance it makes it so much easier because I found that I'm like, oh, it's fine, I'll get around to doing it. You don't get around to doing it. People will block up your time or you won't have a good, chunky enough amount of time free to be able to do it. Also, it just reminds you that you have to do it. So definitely, first things first, take control of your calendar. Now, the next one, and the next one is a tip that I have done myself, but it's also one that I've shared with my team, and I think this is the one where they come, whenever they've come to me, anybody that I've ever worked with, mentored, or line managed, and said, they're like, I'm so overwhelmed, I've got so much on, I'm like, okay, stop everything, they do step one first, and then step two is get down every single thing that is overwhelming you. So write it down or type it up, depending on what you prefer. So I prefer to write it down, or I would put it on my own Trello board, which is another way that I do my to-do lists. I do them sort of, depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I put them on my Trello board and sometimes I put them, literally write them down on a piece of paper that says a to-do list. And then they've got everything down. So that's one stress because it's all out on paper. Then I get them to batch it. So what is critical this week? What do we have to do this week? What is not so critical and can be pushed back? Or what can just be not done at all because it's nice to have, but you've got too much work on? And then what could be delegated? Could I take something from them? Could I help them? Or could some another member of the team help them? And then when I then get them to say it back to me, all of those areas, and then once they've written it down and talked about it, just doing that little step actually takes a lot of the overwhelm out because you're, you're thinking about it, you're getting it out there, you're talking it through with somebody and just doing that and being like, okay, I can do this then, I can do this then, really just just help alleviate that 
pressure that you're feeling because you're trying to think of 57 things at once that you need to do. So just by talking it out with someone can help so much. And if you don't have some, if you're literally a one man band or you're doing this on your own, get somebody to listen to you. It doesn't matter if they don't understand what you're saying. Just be like, I just need you to help me like organize this. It doesn't matter if they don't understand the marketing that's going in there. They're trying to help you just organize your day or your week. So do that. And that's not the, that we're still on number two, we're still on number two, I've got another one for number two. So once you've done that, once you've got your bucket, so your bucket of what you need to do, your bucket of what you want to do, but a bit later, the bucket that you are going to not do because you, it's just nice to have, and then the bucket that you're going to delegate. So once you've got those four buckets, you're going to start with your first bucket, which is the things that you must do immediately, not immediately, but this week. So from that, pick three things that you can do each day from that list that are big and chunky. Those three things then go at the top of your to-do list for the day and you do not do anything else before you do those top three things. And you'll have listened to, if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, this is like one of my number one tips, but it really, I really wanted to talk about it in this podcast because if I'm feeling overwhelmed and, and out of control on, on things that are going on, if I just do my top three things for the day, it makes such a difference, because like, okay, at least I've got those three things done, so definitely do that, do that from your first batch of critical things, and then don't even look at your other three buckets until everything that's done on that main focus list is done, yes if you can go and delegate go and delegate so then that's off your plate as well but just focus on that one list don't even worry about anything else if there are things that you're like oh this is still too much go to your line manager and be like what can what can you help me take off my plate can you help me delegate this can you help me figure out what doesn't need to be done because that's what your line manager's there to do and help you so if you can't do those four buckets on your own go and ask your line manager for help on what you can change because you can't do everything and people's lists get very, very full, especially if you've got a bunch of campaigns or channels or product launches, anything like that going on, or you might even have a lot of countries that you're looking after. You need to have a bit of that kind of, okay, breathe, let me just get what my critical things are. And it goes hand in hand without saying that when I'm saying this, you know, I'm saying write everything down, make a to-do list every single day. So if I do not make my to-do list in the morning before I start my work, one, I feel super unproductive, but two, if I am feeling a bit overwhelmed, the to-do list just really helps because I literally just follow the to-do list so that I know everything that I've got to do for the day and then I carry over anything that I've not done and that just, it seems like such a small step, but I would say in every single podcast if I could because it is life-changing when I was when I was in charge of 10 countries it would be like okay I have to hop from Australia to China to US I'd literally be like I have to get all of this down and it makes such a difference I promise number three is something that really helps me when I'm feeling out of control is batching what I do so as I said I do my LinkedIn ads every month so I batch create all of my LinkedIn ads on one day I do this for like five different subcategories that we have, but I do it all in one day because then my mind's in it, it's focused, it takes so much less time up and it's actually more efficient to batch my content this way. The same thing goes for organic social, I batch that as well, write all the captions, etc. 
emails. So emails, if they're going out, you can batch them for the month. My monthly reports, as I said, I batch them as well and make sure I've carved time out. And then if you've got a campaign or a product launch coming up or something that's like all in one bucket, again, batch do that because your brain is in that one area, you'll find that you'll be able to do it quicker and more efficiently than jumping between a LinkedIn ad to creating an email to creating a report to creating a social post. So try and just stick to one channel or one sort of area of marketing at one time. Even if that's just for the morning, it could be for the full day, it could be for an hour, but just try and think about your your marketing needs in buckets and then spend longer on where you spend longer on one instead of darting between one or the other because don't get me wrong when you've got a product launch say and you're in charge of pay even if it's just paid LinkedIn Twitter Facebook Instagram and if you're flitting between Instagram ads and LinkedIn ads or Instagram ads and TikTok ads you're then not going to get into the flow and it's going to take you so much longer so the next one so what number four now so the next one and this is very much for marketing managers or heads of marketing or I guess if you're head of a channel as well like head of social so this is actually maybe a surprise but I found that this really is such a calming thing to do when you're stressing so and it might not be one that you're expecting so I go and look at my budget and I do this because my budget is broken down by channel and by month so if I'm like, oh my gosh, we've got so much going on, I don't know what, what is going on, whilst yes, I would go and look at my marketing plan, but my marketing plan has got a whole load of things going on, it's a lot of writing stuff, whereas your budget is pretty clean, it's just going to be what you've spent, I then go through it by line and check that I have spent what we should spend, there's no overspend, I make sure that it's all up to date, that I've put all my invoices into finance and just doing this step just really helps you go okay I actually know what's going on because more than likely yes whilst you've got organic that won't be in your budget everything else is going to have a little line item in your budget so when I'm feeling overwhelmed actually going to one check over my budget and check it's all good is nice because it obviously gets you brownie points with finance and it makes sure that you are spending what you're spending but it also just allows you to get into the detail and be like okay this is what's going on I need to just get a bit more like granular and see actually by channel by line by month by spend this is what's actually happening and like one I have something to show at the end of it I can be like hey finance this is what I've spent year to date or month to date this is what I expect the end of the month to be but it also then allows you to look forward to the next month and the next month and go okay this is what's planned this is what I need to be doing and at this point you can be like do we are we on track for everything do we need to increase the budget do we need to decrease the budget and then you're already looking at your next month of what's coming up through a different way than your marketing plan so it is a bit of a different way and most you know I would recommend going and looking at your marketing plan but I think sometimes my marketing plan can be quite overwhelming just because it's like a lot as I said a lot more text than your budget which typically is going to be a lot more cleaner because it's just like the channel the month and how much you've spent or spending so number five now this is something that you might not associate necessarily with marketing but if this is very niche um 
It's a very niche reference now. So if anybody has watched the home edit on Netflix, go and watch it, it will change your life. It's great about organization. It is literally that. It's like organizing your home and your pantries and makes them look beautiful and you have a big clear out and you have an edit. The first step is an edit, which is basically like remove everything that you don't want anymore. And this is something, or it's, I mean, the easy way to explain it, gosh Emma, <laughs> the easy way to explain it would be a spring clean, but no, try and do a niche Netflix reference instead. Looking at your marketing plans and going and sitting down as a team, whoever your team is, even if you're just your team, sit down with yourself and be like, okay, what do we have on? So for this, I would look, I'd pull up your marketing plan. What, what have we got this month? What have we got next month, etc., etc. What in there will truly move the needle and what has just crept in that is going to take a lot of time, a lot of resource, a lot of headspace, a lot of anything, a lot of any one of your resources, whether that's time, whether that's money or whether that's people, what is not going to give you the results that you want versus the resource going in? Because these things creep in all of the time. What can you just get rid of? There will be things that you can just cull, whether it's an event, whether it's a campaign that's just going to take so much time but it's only going to go on a couple of channels and it's not for a big deal is there stuff that's planned in because it's a particular national holiday and you're like oh it'd be great to do this on St Patrick's Day but actually is that going to move the needle in your business or is it going to just create you're going to have to go and create lots of content and then it's just because you're celebrating the day which isn't really closely linked to your business so you definitely need to look at this and I do this every quarter when I'm looking at my quarter plans coming up. I'm like, okay, is everything that's in our quarter plans, do we need it? Will it move the needle? Is it relevant to the resource that we have, time, budget and people versus what we could potentially get out of it? And don't get me wrong, some things in marketing are risk for no risk for reward. Like PR, you never necessarily know if you're going to get that earned coverage, if you're going to do a stunt, if you're trying to do a video and go viral, you never know when any of these things are going to happen. So you might be like, yeah, this is definitely worth the risk. But honestly, having a spring clean of what you've got coming up make such a difference because you're going to be like how many times I've said make such a difference in this podcast I really need a new vocabulary don't I (laughs) but yeah honestly it makes you feel so much lighter I can't recommend this enough at least do this once every quarter because I've never worked anywhere where things haven't crept in onto the marketing plan crept in and you're like why are we spending so long on this because it's not going to give us what we want and where we could be actually putting all of our energy into this one campaign or this one product launch that is going to really truly make a difference and actually we should just be focusing on that Okay, now the final one is for anybody that has that is a manager, so whether that's of a channel or whether that is a marketing manager, is or actually anybody that's in a team. If you're not in a team, I'm very sorry, this one you won't be able to do. But if you're a manager, that likely means that you're going to have execs delegate. I cannot recommend it enough. Your execs will one day want to be what you are hopefully. (laughs) So whether that's a social media exec, organic social media exec, and they want to, they will hopefully want to become a social media manager one day. At some point, they will need to do what you're doing. So what better time to teach them and delegate than now? Give them something that they can step up to the plate to 
and be able to take some work off you, but then also that's helping them. It's helping their professional development. And yes, whilst you don't just want to ignorantly delegate to them, if they've got a bunch of things on, talk to them and see if they would like to do it. A great example of this is I had a junior exec and she was helping to coordinate some filming that we were doing for a campaign. So that was a huge help from my plate because she was delegating all of the logistics of it. And then I was like, hmm, usually what would happen was I would plan the channel plan and the campaign plan for where that content was going. But I spoke to her and said, you've been doing all of the filming, so you know, you've been at every single one of them, you know what's going on, you know the subject of everything. How do you feel about putting a campaign plan together and then I'll review it with you after? And it was something that she really wanted to do because she had not had chance to do that yet. But it was also great for me because I was like, okay, I can get this off my plate. So whilst, yes, you need to be careful with delegating that you're not just putting all of your work on someone else who's really got a lot on, it actually could be something that they want to pick up and they want to learn. So do not be afraid to delegate because you can only do so many things. You only have one pair of hands. You need to make sure that you are doing the things that are the most important when you have too much going on. So do not be afraid to do that. I hope this helped. I think that some other things like just quickly that I do when I'm overwhelmed is I go and make sure that I'm doing something for me. So whether that is a lunchtime walk, whether that is yoga after work, I can't tell you how much hot yoga has helped me just de-stress. Whether that's listening to the Headspace app, whether that's listening to music, whether it is starting earlier than everybody else. So I might start work at 7.30 because I can get things done because my Teams isn't going to be pinging, my emails aren't going to be pinging. It just means that I can really focus. Or I might be like, okay, I know I've got to do this big thing, but if I'm doing it during work hours, I'm going to get pinged a lot, so I might just do it after work. So there are things that you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed to really help with this, but those things that I went through today are definitely what's helped me. I can't tell you. Sometimes I have so much on my plate and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I know other people are as well. So these are not only things that have helped me, but they've things that I've shared with people that I've mentored throughout the years. And some people, like all of them, some people like one or two of them really, really work for them. So try them all out and see what works best for you. But at the end of the day, we're not saving lives. We are just doing some marketing. I say just doing some marketing, but what I mean is have perspective and just do what you can can do. Clear your calendar, get those meetings cancelled if you can, block your time in advance, batch what you can do. So I hope this helped. I am here cheering you on as always, and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.